2023, the off-season's gone. We've read enough in that chat. Thank God the footy's back on. The P4SS boys are back. For all your NRL super coach chat, we're playing for Sheep Stations. Statman Davo is here. Funny man trainer's back again. There's Gutsy and his chin list. And Mark's in the run on side this year. We're playing for Sheep Stations. The lurking tab lady from way out west is sure gonna put our patience to the test. We welcome back our friends of the show, Dane Shooter and Brownie. Okay, let's go. We're playing for Sheep Stations. We're playing for Sheep Stations. Welcome back to another episode of the Playing for Sheep Stations podcast. Uh, we have Trainer back. Now, we didn't think we were going to have Trainer this week. So, Trainer, we might start with you, mate. Now you're here. What is the name oh, of yeah. your team this year? Uh, I better check and make sure I get it right before I tell people the wrong thing. Uh, I, I think it's Alfie's Army. Put them into some rivalries. Yes, Alfie's Alfie's Army. So named after the great Alan Langer, the Is greatest the player to ever play. Is the idea a change of name, change of luck, mate? Because uh, the old pain in the heart that you've run for the last five years certainly has put the jinx on about four million Supercoach players. <laughs> oh, look, I doubt that that's going to be uh, any help to me. But um, no, nah, pain can. I don't let him swear, am I? Payne can take a hike. Uh, I've had a gut full of him. So he can go and hang out with Sonny Bill and the Roosters next year. And, uh, yeah, I'll stick with my main man, Alfie. All right. Thanks, trainer. Uh, Mark, you're joining us again this week. Obviously in the starting team, so. Until I get dropped. Well, it did cause a bit of an uproar with our old mate Dom from Broken Hill. He was very dirty that we brought in another player and it wasn't even uh, his, but his application was pretty good this year. So I might get a start at some point. Once again, fair play to Dom for following the rules and and submitting an application. Uh, Mark, your team name this year? As you know, we're all Broncos fans here, but I I just can't quite let go of the past. So my team name this year is the Electric Broncos. Yeah, good. good. (laughs) New team names for everyone. Uh, Garzi, got a new team name this year, mate? No, mate, sticking solid. You can, don't, need to, don't need to fix what's not broken, mate. You know, oh my guards is working and we're going to stick with it. Very good. Now, I'm going to jump in really quick here. I've had a, a change of team name this year. I'm going for Corn on the Cobbo as the name of my team this, this year. Uh, and a good friend on my right here. Not a visual medium. It's not a visual medium, but I know I'll, I'll get there. It's it's weird having you guys here in the flesh, to be honest. Usually it's me just recording this thing, and everyone's on Zoom. So, Davo, you've also had a team name yeah, change this year. I've changed from hands off my Panasini. Uh, I don't lock a team in until team list. I know Matt really hates that about me, but I, I genuinely don't. I can show the app to the people that are in the room with me. I have 18 out of 25 selected. I'm probably going to make a few selections on air one of the guys that i had penciled in because i often write a few notes down was angus Crichton. i thought he was going to come back and have an enormous year but um i'd named my team after angus he's uh i don't mind an angus steak so i thought i'd try and do a little pun and i had a uh, well-cooked angus um i kind of feel like it might be a bit harsh to keep running that team name now that angus is going through 
a few issues, but I'm going to stick solid because it's something that I had from before. How good was it to see team lists drop at four o'clock? The mad scramble to have a look at who's playing. Um, it's it's like uh, I put an Instagram post up today with an NRL Santa Claus. Uh, I thought that was pretty pertinent because it is a bit like, I know that the term Christmas Day for adults gets bandied around, but this is Christmas Day for rugby league fans. So um, this year we have got um, a group code. We're going to run a playing for sheep stations group code or group league. Um, the code, so get your pens ready. Should I give them a time to get a pen ready or will I just announce it and they can go back? And... Sure, sure they, they can go back. They'll probably just put it straight into their phone, I'd say. Yeah, or they'd be ready, wouldn't they? They change their teams as we give advice, so they might have All four over. of them. Yeah, <laughs> and the three Turkish blokes. Uh, the group code. We're big in Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan, massive on Supercoach. Isla Sky, Mark said last week, huge. Uh, the group code, 731047. So if you want to get onto that. Can you repeat we'll... that? That can, that can go up on socials as well. Yeah, I can probably put it up onto the social story or something like that. 731047. I'll probably put a few bucks up. I might put a hundred bucks up for the winner of that. But if it's one of you bums, I'm certainly not giving it to you. So uh, it has to be one of our other listeners. We'll probably only have about 20 people in this group, comp if, if we're lucky. So it's a pretty good yeah, chance to win a hundred bucks, I reckon. It's for, friend, so. it's for friends of the show. Friends of the show. Of, yep. of course. So only friends of the show apply. Uh, yeah. We might just get straight into uh, teams, obviously, TLT. TLT today, baby. Uh, the first TLT of the 2023 season. Um, so let's just get straight into it. First game Thursday night. <clears throat> Para Storm. Uh, Gazi. Yeah. Have... Apparently it's me because Trainer was too busy touching blokes. He was not meant to be uh, here. So he's quite, su- to... quite successfully, thank you. 6 1 in the GF. Unless you play for Para or Melbourne, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Anyway, so yes, Paris pretty much lined up as we expected. Obviously, Josh Hodgson's the nine now, which I don't think it's going to make much of a difference because, as we all know, I'm not a fan of Reed Barney. But uh, it's good to see Matt Dury get named at 12, Hopgood at lock. The Cardi party's back, boys, as well, in an 11. I probably what, didn't that... see that coming. You said they lined up as expected, but that was not expected. Yeah, I meant the first seven. <laughs> then they just... then. Arthur's just gone loose and just thought he's he's due for a party, so he's named Cardi. And then they've named the bench, which I think it's almost the worst bench in the NRL at this rate. Momosia, Murchi, Grieg, and Makatoa, tell you what. Is that because not... Jacob Arthur's missing off it? Yeah. That was what I was actually about to say, David. Yeah. Jake Arthur not getting a nod at 14 is an absolute disgrace, I'd say. But anyway. Highly likely, still snipping around though. Yeah, highly likely that he probably comes in before game day. I would imagine. Bit of funny uh, business going on there. Well, he might be just. He might be. Uh, he might have read the Todd playbook over the summer. Todd Payton playbook over the. Maybe Jake didn't clean his room this week. Yeah, maybe he did. <laughs> maybe maybe he didn't, and he's just trying to teach him a lesson. But I couldn't imagine Hodgson playing eighty minutes. And who's going to spell him off the bench there? Like obviously, obviously, it's going to be Wormu Greek. <laughs> He's cl- the clear choice. Yeah, so I think there's a bit of uh, silly business going on there. Bit of bit of Bryce Cartwright in the dummy half. Very skillful. Oh, that that's a loves to tackle. Can you imagine Bryce Cartwright with Nask bearing down on him? How quickly he would olay him. He, I can. 
I, can, fair, I can imagine that. Cardi would be the first bloke to ever f- throw a flick pass from hooker. So, you know, <laughs> always something new. Well, Hojo, Hojo put it through his legs. That was almost a flick pass. <laughs> and then, uh, obviously, Melbourne. It's good to see Warbrick get named on the wing. He looks like a, a solid footballer and a big bloke mm-hmm. on the wing. So, hopefully, he can score some meat pies and make us a bit of money. But the rest of the backs for Melbourne, I tell you what, it's not a Melbourne back line when you see blokes like young Tonomapia in there. And But, you know, they've got Munster and Hughes still, so they'll be good. And obviously, Nass in the front row should get big minutes this year, as well as Welch back. But we'll see how he goes. First, back from a big injury, so we'll see. And then, obviously, Lajero and Katara in the back row. Obviously, people will be looking at probably having one of those, not both. So it just depends if you've got the money for Katara, I'd say. And then the bench is, yeah, once again, it's a pretty shocking bench as well for Melbourne. Does one of them miss out once Tarek Sims comes back? Or is this, you know... Do we still think Tarek's a good edge? Or is he more of a middle now? I don't know. I don't know what Bellamy's thinking either. Maybe we should ask him. I wish we could. (laughs) Same. But there's some... Who else is missing? Isn't there someone else missing too? Um, What's his name? The they had a Chan bloke. Dewey, Kamakamika's missing too. Yeah. So there's a few missing. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't rate Tread at all. There's a world where Nelson comes and plays on the edge like he did a bit at the end of last year as well. He could. If maybe Kia. start in the middle and then move into an edge and get Tran off the field. Yeah, if, if Tui's... Chris, Chris Lewis plays edge as well, doesn't he? Yeah, not very well, but he plays there. No, not very, not very well, but potentially going to take some minutes there. And then obviously Tyron Wishart on the bench is always bad for Harry, but I guess that depends on what the score is looking like. Hopefully <clears> he comes on and Harry's already scored 120. Yeah, well, I think Parra are going to win this anyway, so hopefully that keeps Harry Grant in the field the whole game. Would be nice. But that's about it. <laughs> Thanks, Garzi. Did you, did right, you mention uh... Nick Meaney? No, we don't talk about Nick Meany. You're the only one that Meany. wants to mention Nick Meany. We don't talk about Nick Meany. Okay. I don't think you'll score tries or kick goals. So. Fair enough. Are you running Nick Meany? That's. Well, it doesn't matter, does it? Well, that's. Mate, you're the one telling the story here. Is it like that? Is it? I just, I just asked a question. You guys didn't want to talk about him. You know, I don't talk about Nick Meany. Do you think he's relevant? Uh yeah. That's why I brought him up. Okay. Is he going to kick goals? I have him, yes. You have him. Yeah. At 640k, you've got him. Yes. Instead of finding an extra 80k for the main man, Val. What if I told you I had both? What about Brian? I'd say you're a lunatic. What about Brian Toto at the same price? Doesn't kick goals. Mm. Of course, tries, but. Yeah, but have you seen those legs? He takes takes hit ups. Bust tackles. Doesn't get driven back eight metres every time he gets tackled. <laughs> you guys are carrying on like Nick Meany was terrible when he played fullback last year. I think Nick Meany behind the forward pack that the Melbourne Storm have got this year might be a, lot a, little, less, a little less effective. No, well, we'll see. Hey, this is the beauty of Supercoach. We're all different, aren't we? That's it. Someone's going to be right. And we'll be here next week to talk about it. Uh, Yeah, moving on to the next game. So this is a Friday 6pm game. The Warriors versus the Knights. 
It's always the highlight of the week, 6 p.m. Friday night. They always put the good games on there. <laughs> um, and I think they've started the year strongly. Uh, Warriors <laughs> Warriors first nights. What a cracker. Uh, Almost gave like, it around. Just like Magic Round last year. Well, it won't they be. got the time slot they and did. they've won them the week off this year. Yes. Um, the Warriors. So the Warriors, Jackson Ford starting in the back row. I haven't really looked at their team or their squad that closely. Is that likely to last or is that as a result of an injury or has he won that spot? Does anyone know? Locked and loaded. Current Curran's on the bench, so I think he's so he's won no, the spot. There's no one else. That's bloody hell. He must have improved over the offseason. Um, I think Niyakore looks set for big minutes. Um, I have heard reports out of there that he's likely to play edge and middle and play about 65 to 70 minutes. I've heard on a number of uh, sites around that one. So he might be somebody in that mid-price 400k range that is one of those blokes you can plug into your second row and hope he goes well. And if he doesn't, trade him down to whoever is killing it. Um, Chance Nickel Clockstad is one of those blokes available in centre wing that's playing fullback. I don't really like many of them in that 300 to 400k range, so I probably wouldn't start with him. Um is it Ale or Arle on the bench? Because there's a quite a big um, rap on him after the trials. And he's played well enough in the trials to get a bench spot. But he, minutes in that pack might be an issue. I know someone's going to bring up Tohu Harris later in the podcast. So remiss of me not to say that he's probably going to play big minutes as well. Second year back after a ACL. And Barnett, I think, is a guy who could be relevant at some point if he gets the job when... Sean Johnson does an old man injury like he does every year and he might get the goal kicking. Um, I probably wouldn't get sucked into someone like Braden Williame. I don't know anyone else's thoughts on on that one. I'm probably going through most of the Warriors players because without Greg Mars, you named for the Knights, there's really not a lot to talk about on that side of the uh, that side of the field. Adam Adam Elliott missing for Kurt Mann. Surely he makes a game day swap and puts Elliot on because if he's not a better 13 than Kurt Mann, I haven't watched much rugby league. And Phoenix Crossland on the bench is an, is a strange selection with someone like Jaden Braley, who I think is one of the few people who can actually play 80 minutes. Where is Crossland's minutes going to come from? Yeah, especially when Kurt Mann's at 13. Like they're pretty similar bodies. Yeah, so it's a where does Adam Elliot come on then? <clears throat> what sort of minutes? You get. I think Adam O'Brien is absolutely trying to be the first coach sacked um, with that side that he's named. I, not a lot more to say about the Knights. I can't. They might. There's, I don't know what the only one I'd talk about as well would be Heimel Hunt. I'm not sure what Marzu is doing, but Heimel Hunt at 230k on the left wing for the Knights. If they are going to do anything, it's going to be Ponga throwing a cutout ball to that winger. Um, the Warriors aren't very good, so he might drag a couple of sneaky ones this week. After that, God knows. But, yeah, just something has to talk about heard, anyway. Has anyone heard? Marju's not named in the extended, so you'd assume it's an injury. I haven't heard anything of it. I just assumed he was going to get I don't think he was named in New South Wales Cup either. So, potentially an injury. So, I haven't heard anything about how long he's out for. If he's only out for a couple of weeks, I imagine he comes straight back in and then Hunt misses out because even though Dom Young's leaving, you still want to put your best side this year out especially when you're the Knights and you don't have very good players to pick from anyway. So I don't have much more on that game. Okay. Well, it takes us to our Friday night fixture, the the second fixture of Friday night. 
the 805 kickoff between the Panthers and the Broncos? Uh, the Panthers, they've named uh, Taruva on the wing in uh, place of May, who wasn't going to play this game anyway because his suspension got deferred from 2016, I think, or something like that. So, uh, But Taruva looks like he's locked in. There was talk of another young uh, cheap bloke, McLean, I think his name was, but um, he wasn't named anywhere in the squad, I don't think. So Taruva looks like he's got a run at that wing spot, and I imagine he'll come into plenty of super coach teams between now and kickoff. Agana has won that spot that uh, was vacated by kick out despite some poor showings in in the trials um plenty of people seem to have dropped off him be interesting to see how he goes um ivan has picked ricky's favorite jamin salmon uh he's preferred him in that sort of utility position over the returning tyrone peachy which i thought was a little bit Interesting. And the other selection that I noted was that um, Sonny Luke has come back onto the bench after missing the World Club Challenge there. It'll be interesting to see how many minutes Kenny gets. Um, the talk is that Sonny Luke will get the bulk of those hooker minutes, a bit like last year where Kenny sort of started those um, last games and took the sting out of it and Sonny Luke comes on with a bit more creativity there around the halves like Appy did last year. So I think with the Panthers' early buy, though, if Sonny Luke, you don't need to start with him. If he comes out and kills it and is going to make a heap of cash, he's probably someone you can downgrade somewhere to and make that move later if, if you want to, if the cheese doesn't live up to expectation or something like that. So I think he's probably not someone to necessarily start with. You can probably just plug him in because he's lower than what you're going to have in there anyway, especially if you're trying to bring Nico or someone in when he's fit to play if you don't start with him. Then on to our beloved Broncos. Cobo wins the, the fullback spot in uh, Walsh's absence, but you'd expect Walsh to to come back in there and push Cobo back to the wing once his, uh, his pretty face heals itself. Cobo doesn't mind a um, sledge on a podcast, does he? He's given it to Jerome <laughs> Luai through the week. He's a... It was the same podcast, oh, I think. It was podcast? the same podcast yeah. that he bagged Kevy. Oh, they just um they just release it in dribs and drabs, do they? Which is outstanding. But he's he's lit a fuse. Well, Luai is a grub though. Oh, absolutely. Never a truer word said. It was origin deserved. Allegedly. It. <laughs> allegedly. Queensland grubs. There's nothing yeah, well, allegedly. He is a grub. Yeah. Um the coach's son gets the starting nine role. I suppose it helps when you, your dad is the coach. He obviously cleaned his room. He did. He must have cleaned his room. And Nathan did as well because he's named. Correct. Surprisingly. Uh, Reynolds is is named to play coming off a, a – I think he missed the trials with uh, a bit of a, a tight back. Um, be interesting to see how he gets through the season this year, I think. Um, they really sort of struggled the weeks that he missed out last year. They need – Reynolds, I think, to guide them around the field. Um, otherwise, they seem to be a pretty settled side this year. The Broncos, don't they? Yeah. Is that the is that the correct pronunciation? Yeah, Sorry. I agree. We're, that's probably the seventeen I'd pick, except for obviously Jesse Arthur's on the wing. But you know, who would you have on the wing ahead of Jesse Arthur's Dean Mariner or Pereira? Pereira. 
Yeah, yeah, fair enough. He's great coming out of he's great coming out of our end. <clears throat> Can't just rely on OT all the time. Can't rely on OT to carry the ball without dropping it, I suppose. Yeah. Same as Tom Flegler. It won't be your won't be the Broncos concern in twenty twenty four. Eight hundred K well spent. <laughs> All right, moving on to Saturday's three PM game, Manly versus the Bulldogs. Dan, this was your game, mate. Okay. Right, let's let's, <laughs> let's do it live on air. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so Tom Turbo, obviously back from a, a hamstring injury. So let's uh, hope for a big year from Tommy T. I, I, I just look at the first, the 14 in that team, KO Weeks. Is there a concern that they're running a bloke who can cover a lot of positions, namely the one with KO Weeks? Is, would they play him if he wasn't right, Turbo? Or is he too valuable to them with a buy in the second round? I think if he wasn't right, he w- he wouldn't play round one with the round two by. Weeks was pretty good in the trials. He did look like he could add a bit of spark if they need some points. And now that Dylan Where Walker's did... gone, so does he just come on and play that roving role through the middle? Possibly, yeah. And it's always good to have turbo cover as well because you never know when he's going to break the arm. But he has hamstrings of crepe paper. <laughs> it's, I think it's good for the forward pack because. Guys like Kepi could see more minutes now because you've got Weeks and Trebojevic who isn't known for getting big minutes either. They they only really have Oshay Ole as the <laughs> only like through the through the middle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot well, about that. Bullymore can fill in in the middle too, but yeah, Bullymore plays through the middle. I think it's good news for Olakowatu this year. He might actually play eighty minutes instead of when Desi used to rip him off after nah. six. Benny Turbo's coming on to spell him, mate. Yeah, but Tua Lungi's going to get a concussion every second week. So, you know, it's all yeah, good. Tua, Tua Lungi's not coming out after half time. So that's why Turbo's on the bench. I actually think it poses, I think the, the big winner out of it all is Jake Trevojevic. I can see him getting back to his former glory. And I think he'll be a guy that we talk about in a few weeks as someone who yep. is 60 to 70 and it's just consistent yeah. and pretty good. Back, to, back good. to taking hit ups. Well, it's good that he's going to have that buy in round two, which pushes his first price rise up a, like away a little bit, which gives you a bit of flexibility around um, being able to shuffle him in before he might get a price rise, or if he's really killing it, you can get him in in week four without a price rise. So, I actually think the buys could be used as a, a handy one at some point. I am concerned though, because uh, it's going to mean Daniel's going to be talking about Jake nonstop all year, and I'm going to be sick of it. To be honest, you gotta you gotta speak about the people that are doing good things. That's all, mate. That's you speak about, about him when he does a thumb up. <laughs> well, we want to see. He's the people's champion. Uh, now, going back to this manly team, Cooper Johns obviously starts in the six with uh, no Josh Schuster. So I don't know um, if people have been living under a rock for the last few weeks, but Josh Schuster injured, so he will be. Into the team, I'd imagine at some point. But... Did a um, did a calf come out of the Macca's car park? Didn't he? Hey, he's been training the house down. Okay, I've seen the videos, and I think we've all seen the videos of him doing those sprints, putting in the work. I did have a think about it though. I'm pretty sure he had a pretty good preseason up until he did an injury last year, and then ate his way through rehab and couldn't lose the weight. I'm pretty sure 
it's almost identical. He was training really hard and did a some sort of leg strain last year. Put on about fourteen kilos in the rehab center. They couldn't lose it, and they couldn't find a Maybe jersey he big can enough. Come and play in the middle. Mate, it was a longer term say, injury. I would say he is Uber Eats' best customer right now. I do, I do remember a story of a, a person who um, may pr- promote boxing now who, when he was at, at um, Manly, the story goes that Des Hadler had a, Hasler had a private investigator follow him so that he wouldn't um, go to every fast food on the way home and report oh, back to him. <laughs> I think his name was Blake Laurie. Anyway, back to back to Supercoach. Anyway, so yeah, Sean Kepi starts at lock uh, with Jervo into the front row. Um, so that's pretty well. Um, the Sean Kepi is really juicy price at two seventy four or something around that sort of that sort of price. But um, I can imagine his ownership going up uh, pretty dramatically, um, being available at front row and second row. Uh, so going across to the Bulldogs, Hayes Perham starts at fullback. Um, we have a cheapy uh, Paul Alamotti in its centre, um, and then is the there th- is there any love for a Dewey Burton combo now? Anyone got love for Burton again? Because I'm starting to fall back towards him. Well, no love. I'm thinking about it. Okay. So. No love. All right. Don't follow. Get out. Craziness. Get out. Okay. Have you heard of a bloke called Isaiah Katoa? Have you heard that he plays for the Dolphins? <laughs> yeah, but the kid can play. He beat he Anthony Milford for a spot, get him mate. Half back too. Freak. So, um, anyway, uh, big news this week that Luke Thompson's out for an extended period of time. So six months, got, six months or guards something. His, I reckon. Guards his man Luke. So uh, Ryan Sutton starting at prop um, after the move over from Canberra. So I just realised I drafted him. Freak's sake. Get in on the free agents. Get on the waiver wire, buddy. Waiver wire. Oh, fair dinkum. I hate the draft. <laughs> More of a classic kind of um, player myself than, than I think the rest of us here. But well done, trainer, for taking one for the team and, and being involved I'd, in the draft. I drafted Angus Crichton too, apparently. Good Lord. <laughs> Clearly takes this is a disaster. <laughs> Whose idea was this to get, put me in charge of this? I think you drafted Anthony Milford too. And, and, and Johnny Bateman. <laughs> oh. I've got I've like got four blokes that aren't even even playing. Well, there's your bench. <laughs> oh, and I've got Reese Walsh and I've got Zach Lomax. There's no carnage. <laughs> oh wow! But it's not like oh. it's not like if you do a bad job, you won't be told you're not doing it. So <laughs> my my, like my you're, fo- gonna, you're gonna stay there until you improve. Yeah, I've got five blokes on my bench and none of them are playing this week, so that's good. And I've got Johnny Bateman as well. So, I'm... anyway. I thought New Brown starting at lock was an interesting uh, decision. Anyway, but um, Jaden Tanner on the bench. What position does he play? I've never even heard of him. New Brown? Never heard no, of him. Tanner. In the middle, I think he's a prop. Is he? Yeah. Uh, I just assumed he was a hooker. But to be fair, they don't, probably don't need one, do they? They got Mano Brown there that can cover nine if something happens to Reed. So, <clears throat> Reed Marnie coming over from the Eels as well. So, uh, Franklin Pele on the bench. I know there's been a bit of talk about getting Big Frankie in the team, uh, in people's teams. So, pretty pretty cheap. So, is there anyone else that can take Raymond for Taylor Mariner's position, or is he one that? And he's been named club captain. So, 
he's a bit I think of a Andrew sleeper. Davey. He's a bit of a yeah, sleeper. All that, yeah, all that Preston kid, he's pretty good. Yeah. But for Teller Mariner, like, he was pretty good for Supercoach in the past, wasn't he? Or am I thinking of... Yeah, I don't know. No, no, that's, yeah. you're, you're on the money. But, yeah, he, he won't play 80. Preston will definitely come on and take some of his minutes. Uh, although, I guess, is, is Kikio going to play 80? I don't know. We never used to. Well, I think yeah, that's the a fair was that, that Raymond was going to move into the middle and take some of those minutes as well. Especially with TPJ, TPJ out for, I think what they said was three weeks with a calf injury. All these old man injuries. I just mm. Does anyone see the dogs improving a bit or significantly? Like, is it a little bit? They, they, they have to improve a bit. I still don't think they make the eight. No, nah, they're going to be like 8 to 12 in that little block. Yes. All right. Well, that's a wait and see. We might get to some predictions a bit later on. Um, now, we've got the Cowboys Raiders at 5.30. So the Cowboys back on a Saturday. It's a thing. Pretty sure they're playing in Queensland as well. They certainly are, yeah. Up at uh, Queensland Country Bank Stadium. I wonder if Bob Cat is going to be there. I would have thought so. <laughs> Anyone knows if Bob's going to be there? Uh, what is happening? Yardy, this is your game, mate. Oh, fair enough. Look alive, mate. Yeah, look, Cowboys, I think they're basically what everyone expected. Colin Hess gets that edge back rower spot, but I still think it could be a bit of a trap or he could be absolute pus because he hasn't been a good footballer for a couple of years now, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes. I know trainers are a bit keen on him, but, you know. I'm a bit keen on him as well. I'm not. What's your knock on him going back to play in the position that he was good? Doesn't kick goals. He's lazy, doesn't kick goals, doesn't... If he's not scoring tries, I'll tell you what, he's going to be very average. This is going to be... Oh, this is going to be the longest year. I swear to God. <laughs> but yeah, obviously the Cowboys bench, I don't know how Jake Granville's still somehow getting into this side. Honestly, it is incredible. He's a gun, mate. He oh, is a out. gun. And he has a good haircut. He's got the worst haircut in the NRL almost. I said almost because I could probably think of a couple more. I didn't realise that the Cowboys had added some massive depth uh, getting Gemat Shibasaki onto the uh, extended <laughs> Imagine and having Brendan Elliott. Elliott and Gemmett Shibazaki as your backup backs. I tell you what, winning the comp easily. Depth anyway. for days. Big boys and Jake Bramble on the bench. Like, that's what it speak good things for Carl yeah. Hess. You'd have to imagine in the back row. Well, there's not any back rowers. <clears> to take... There's no back rowers to take any minutes. And you can't imagine. They've got three props on the bench. Yeah, James Tamo or, you know. Griffin name going into the back row. Especially with Tormalolo. Todd's he proven that he's not going to... Yeah, but Tormalolo's proven... Uh, Todd's proven Tormalolo's not going to play like massive, massive minutes. He's like a 40 to 50 what do, what, do you, what do you think they're going to do with the Ruben Cotter's minutes? Because I know a lot of people are keen on him. If they've got three middles there, do you reckon that has a bit of an impact on his minutes? Well, I just wonder, like, when he played those few games with really big minutes, he then got injured. So I do wonder if Todd's not mindful that if he plays 70, 80 minutes, he's probably going to do an injury because he's bloody as big as trainer. He's tiny. He just throws his body around like a lunatic in the front row. So you can't do that 
like before last season, the maximum number of first grade games he'd played in a row was six without being injured. So I wouldn't suspect he's, that. He's owned by 24% of people. Yeah, I think he's, just thinking he's going to play Please. front row, make a million hit-ups, a million tackles and play 80 minutes. Oh, I don't think Todd has shown that he's not that kind of coach with Tormalolo. So why would he do it with a bloke that's half Tormalolo's size? Tormalolo's got the engine to play. He did forever. And Todd has shown that he's just going to use him in those bursts. I, I, I personally, I could be wrong, but I don't see Cotter playing in the way that Todd was used when he was a player. Yeah, I just don't see. Does anyone else see Cotter playing seventy or eighty minutes? Like, do you really think? I don't think. I, I can't see him playing more than sixty. Yeah, not with that bench. And like, if you want to buy a premium front rower, just pay another seventy and get Garzi's man in. Payne Haas. Yeah, that's the one. We're going to talk about him in a minute. He's coming up. Anyway, on the Canberra side of things, to tell you what, this Canberra back line may be the worst Canberra back line they've ever put out. Sebastian Jared Croak has not much chance of getting back into a team if he can't get into that one, is he? <laughs> Sebastian Chris at fullback. In, did anyone watch the trial? The bloke looked like he never even knows what a fullback does. Bloke was all over the shop, honestly. Then you've got Kotrick, who's probably the only decent one. Tomoko, Harley Smith-Shields, who... Still hasn't proven he's a footballer. And then Rapana, who's probably due a suspension again soon. And then Pasami Solo gets named in the front row. That was interesting. Does, what what happened with Josh Papp? Is he injured or anyone? Yeah. Calf injury. He's been in our shush stop. Boys are in the Macca's And battle. TPJ. <laughs> All the and big Denny, lads. Denny Levi somehow back in the nine. And then my main man, Joe Taps. He's he, surely. He gets decent minutes because Pasami Solo. Did did you read on the Raiders one of the Raiders Facebook pages that Tapanay went to Ricky and was like, "Look, mate, I'm not a lock. Put me back in the ten jumper." I think Ricky must he must have a sneaky super coach team. He went, "We'll just put him in yeah, at, get uh, him at 13, 13 for the trials. We'll get the dual position, and then you can go back to the front row." Smart man, Ricky. Got the super coaches out there. <laughs> One of, the, one, of the only good, one of the only good things Ricky's done for Supercoach is quietly. Yeah, you watch. He'll give us false hope and then he'll start playing him 30 minutes till his missus gives him a spray again or something. <laughs> oh, don't hey, count your chickens with Ricky too soon because to he's a lunatic. Went to school with Tarpany's missus. What about uh, Harawira Naira at 13? He, his name wasn't really mentioned there. It was always Horsborough Gula. Classic Ricky, classic Ricky trap. Classic. Yeah. yeah. There was chat about that really early in the preseason about him getting it, and then he never got any minutes there in the trial, really. No. And now suddenly he's been named again. So I think I think that's a pretty ordinary looking Raiders team. So the only person that I think you could realistically have is Big Joe. Oh, I agree. Anyone else and you're gonna struggle with I don't I don't like any of their their cheapies. Like I don't know that Smith Shields is someone that is gonna get a regular start <clears> there. <throat> So, I don't know. Yeah, he'll be he'll be going as soon as Savage is back. But I think I think Harabira Naira is definitely a watch, if nothing else. Nothing could be better because Jared Croker needs about I don't know how many games for three hundred. <laughs> He's on two ninety nine, isn't he? And He's not even on the extended bench. So good. No, I need to find out. He probably tried to pick the remote up again and did his shoulder. Anyway, while I do that, we may as well have a look at the next game. Now, the 7.35 kickoff game between Cronulla and South Sydney. This is a, I think this is the game of the round. I think um, 
Channel Nine are at it again. Channel Nine game of the this is hundred percent the game of the round, and Channel Nine want to put the Roosters slaughtering the Dolphins on Sunday at four o'clock. Yeah, well, that'll be fun to watch too. Bloody hell. That'll be fun from a super coach perspective to just keep. We'll need we'll need three abacuses to count Teddy's score. I think on uh, on Sunday. So uh, the Sharks oh, Rabbitohs game. Teague Wilton has been named and has won the edge spot. Hopefully, he doesn't lose minutes to Wade Graham and he just absolutely brains it and plays eighty minutes on an edge. That would be outstanding for Super Coach. That's what I'm backing in, so that's what I'm going to do. Hines out, and they haven't really released how long he's out for. So he's probably someone that we now need to pivot away from to start the year because um, I don't think you can start the year under uncertainty with someone at 900,000. So that's certainly thrown a bit of a spanner, but it's probably, yeah, I don't know. So we'll probably talk about that a bit later. I think there's a, a forum question. Uh, as one of our, our keen fans told us, we were taking forum questions. But, um, I, I think at some point I'm going to own Guardsy's man, Ronaldo, but it's probably not to start. The year, so, um, I think their their back line looks pretty good, and it's probably going to be pretty juicy to pick up those guys once we've got a bit of a bit of a cash cow has uh, ripened. He'll be one of the first blokes that I'll be trying to bring in. Get uh, Ronaldo down to about five hundred k, and then we can just uh, jump on him. That would be perfect. Lower would be better. Perfect. Um, see for Talakai. Wonder how he'll go. We we talked at nauseam last year about Wade Graham ruining him. Not sure if he did. We'll see early, and then you can maybe pick him up. Definitely after um after he scores 195. When do they play Manly? Um, <laughs> Everyone will jump on board. He'll get yeah. to him. Lionel's Brazilian. on the extended bench. So <laughs> yeah, Lionel. Be running only if only up. if Lionel's playing, um, we'll go him. Do you think looking at at the Sharks bench again, similar to I can't remember the game we were talking about with the oh, was Cowboys. Um, with their bench, McInnes, Graham, Kafusi, Williams, they'll all play through the middle, won't they? Well, that's the word. So, so Wade, surely well, they don't need four middles. Wade's going to take an edge, take edge minutes, surely. Yeah, well, that's the fear, isn't it? But who knows? Who knows? So, um, it is a bit of a wait and see, but. How many minutes does Teague Wilton need? Because I did have a look back through his scores, even though I think he looks like a really good footballer. I think he's only averaged like 40-odd in Supercoach the last two years when he gets like 50 minutes. So I think he's only he, getting 50. I think I read somebody needed somewhere like 60 to 65 to average 60. Do we reckon he gets that? Like, does Wade realistically just come on, maybe give him a 5, 10, 15-minute spell, then do a bit of time? Then do a bit of time through the middle and then go off after 30 minutes. Like, is that sort of what we see? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting watch, but I think there's enough mid-range second rowers that you've got to choose a couple of them. And I just like the look of Teague Wilton. So he's probably someone that I'm going to go with. And if he doesn't work out and Wade is stealing his minutes, I think I'll just jump off him and go to one of the other ones that's working. Yeah, that's it. Just, um, yeah, just take a punt on, just follow your gut, whichever one you feel. As you said, there's about half a dozen of them. Have a look at the drawer and yeah, pick the one that you think's going to do best. And then if it doesn't work yet, just jump ship. Yep, that's exactly right. Uh, on the Rabbitohs side, Damien Cook has is pretty underowned, and I'm pretty sure I don't know what he, I think he's he was pretty low ownership when I looked at him last week. But his form in the Charity Shield looked pretty good. I think he's averaged pretty well. Like him and Grant are easily the two best um, hookers, and four percent. Damien Cook at four percent. Maybe an opportunity to just do something a bit different 
and and load up in the hooker spot because Souths don't have a buy in the first ten rounds, and the Storm don't have a buy till round nine. So you're locking in two pretty good scores there. I know they're pretty expensive, but you're going to average probably seventy plus for both of those guys. So I know a lot of people are stacking up in the second row, and there's a lot of those mid price guys. Is there a world where you can actually go Grant and Cook and just bank? 150 points every week and with a bit of upside. You definitely can. It just depends on which way you want to go. Yeah. Is everyone sold that the cheese is going to make a heap of money or going to be outstanding? Especially with no Turpin, but yeah, we haven't got to that game yet. No, no. Just I'm just throwing it out there as a like against yeah. Cook. Um, Thompson named on the wing. I think he's a pretty good-looking super coach player. Like he's a big body in the wing that should take plenty of hit-ups, bust a few tackles, and on the end of a bunny's back line with Latrell sweeping around, he's probably a good chance of scoring some tries. Latrell will kick the goals, um, which leads me to say, Latrell Mitchell, I think he's more owned than I thought he was going to be. I think he's about 20-odd percent ownership, which surprised me because I thought with the big spruik on the Teddy-Turbo combo, I thought Latrell might have gone under the radar. I know they've got a hard draw, but he is proven to be match-up proof. At the end of last year, I know that a few blokes didn't own him and I was thrilled to own him at the end of last year and he got out of out of everyone's price range pretty quickly. But I don't know. I thought he would be a sneaky pod, but he's, um, I think, 20-something 20, 20 percent ownership, which I was surprised at. But the only that's the only other person I think I can I can talk about. The other bloke that um, interests me, and I'll, I'll bring him up a bit later on, if you're going to go for a mid to high-priced front row is Tavita Totola. I think his role in the team could improve with minutes and he's a bit of a – does all right. So I think he's someone at about 500000 that might be a sneaky option in the front row that not many people are talking about. Any other thoughts on that game? Mawali <clears throat> in the front oh, yeah, row on the bench. Davey he's a cheap option in the front row. They seem to not have a lot of – depth there at the minute with a few injuries and the like. So he looks like he's pretty locked in for for the short term anyway. If you talk about someone like that, is he somebody who, if you're going to go um, like, I don't know, like what, what number position would you put him at if you, like you say, one, two, three or four in the front row? Three stage? or four. Could you play him? No. You're mad if you play him. I wouldn't want to. So what happens when, if you have someone who's on a buy and you have to play him? I'll be very upset if he doesn't score a try. <laughs> like I, I think we'll that's yeah, that's why you need to have yeah, you need to have that depth. Like year. I think in those, I think in those positions where you only have four players to choose from, or like hooker and half and five eight, it's a difficult one, especially with the guns that are going to be out in those early rounds. If you're going to go skinny in those positions, it's really tricky because you're going to be forced to play these blokes that might get a 20 or 30, and that might be a, a real detriment. So I think it's it's all well and good to really load up in the 2RF and the centre wing, but someone like you wouldn't want to be playing Mawali or Kepi as someone you want to start with. I think Kepi probably more than Mawali, but it's a dangerous game to play, I think, to have Mawali. them as just Pele. Frankly, yeah, Pelé you probably don't want to have though. yeah, you don't want to have Moali and Pele as your three and four probably. Yeah, just, you probably want to pick one of them. Yeah, so that's that's just a a thought that I had around how you balance your team out. <clears throat> it's all great to have all these high upside players in these other positions, but 
and you want to spend cheap, but geez, I think you could have some pretty ordinary scores if you're forced to play across two or three positions, blokes that might only score 20 or 30 and then rely on attacking players to get you to a decent score. I can see a few seven and eight hundreds coming people's way. All right, moving on to the debut of the Dolphins playing against the Chooks. Thank God they got matched up against Amino. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne, are we trying to uh, channel some of his 1988 Broncos magic when the Broncos rolled Manly in uh, in round one? But realistically, can anyone see that as even a remote possibility? The Knights beat the Roosters round one last year. Oh, they did. And I probably look at this Dolphins team and they probably look better on paper than the Knights did that day. Definitely more experienced. Yeah. Number of games played. They do, but gee whiz, no, it'd be no, a bit shock, wouldn't see, it? I can't see it happening. <laughs> the bright, uh, the bright news on the Dolphins' uh, team is that Katoa has been named at six, um, especially with Hines being out injured. He'll be a, a downgrade and Schuster. and Schuster downgrade option for for those two. Um, that, that's, I suppose, the question I've got written down here. Would you bring him in at at seven for Nico or at uh, six for Schuster? I think you'd have to. My opinion is, I think you'd have to put him at six for Schuster because it's easier to go from Katoa to Schuster than it is Katoa yeah. to Nico Hines. I think if you set the money aside for Nico Hines and your team still looks half decent, I think the pretty obvious one to go would be someone like Sam Walker against um, the Dolphins first week because then you can just. Have a look at that, see if it's working. Sam Walker might make some money before Nico might lose some money, so you might be able to match them, match them up there. But um, some goals. Yeah, I just I don't think you can. I think it eventually or pretty quickly you want to get Nico Hines once he's back, and if you've got Katoa there, it's a bloody long way between yeah. Katoa to Nico. So I think you want to be closer to Nico than two hundred thousand. He's the only one on the Chooks team that will kick goals. You'd imagine. No. Have you not seen Teddy kick goals? He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> No Takiyo anymore. He's elite. No. Then uh, Wayne has, has picked the podcast's uh, favourite winger, Jermaine Asako, and Tessie New. Uh, so no cheapies on the wing. If you were brave enough you to, right, if you were brave enough to pick a, a Dolphins cheapie in the back line, at Gar- any rate, Gardy's head nearly fell off when you said Asako. Honestly, if they don't <laughs> just put bombs up at the wingers, at both wingers all day, Tupo and freaking Paulo. Paulo should score th- about three tries each. <laughs> the, pick, the two worst hands in the comp almost. Otherwise, I mean, do you see many super coach relevant players in that Dolphins lineup? There was talk about Tom Gilbert with his front row, second row, and he should get some minutes, but... I don't like it. He really? Wasn't, he wasn't that great at the Cowboys. I look at... No, like boring. People, people are saying the Hammer's a good option, but the Hammer... At, at fullback at the Cowboys couldn't score points. What chances he got at the Dolphins? Yeah. Like, seriously. Because he doesn't take the hit up off the kickoff. He just catches it and passes it. Mate, I don't think he takes a hit up. If the bloke didn't have speed, he'd be working on a trade work site, probably doing scaffolding. They wouldn't, seriously wouldn't have to wash his kit. He does that much. Anyway, the Roosters side, uh, Manu hasn't come up for round one and, uh, Jared Warrior Hargraves has also not been named in the squad. Luke Keary is back. Um, 
there was a bit of talk around that uh, they would blood a second rower early, and it looks like he's not going to do it early in the season. Uh, Wong, I think. Not quite sure what his yeah. first name is, but uh, starts, with talk- an starts with an S. Starts with an S, yes. S Wong. That he might get a, a bench position, but um, he hasn't been. He hasn't been. I just he's he's on an extended bench. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but you'd imagine that this is just uh, the Cardi party's back. But this will be a real party for for Teddy Cheese Suwali. Guards. He mentioned the two wingers raining down on uh, chopsticks. Chopsticks Asako and Tessie New on the wings. It's uh, load up on the roosters if you've got them here. Surely. Oh, hundred percent. This is where you, you'd have to... Like, people are saying they're going to Captain Cleary, but surely you vice-Captain Cleary and Captain Teddy. And if you have yep. to shuffle someone out from one of the games after, you get an auto-emergency, because I assume no one's carrying a dragon. <laughs> i got one. Who? Jeez, you're a man of mystery this year, Matt Trader. Mm, no, yeah. We know why he's oh. carrying a dragon. You're a disgrace. I put the dragon in today you make because sense. because I don't want any Spencer Lenny's this year. <laughs> Who's he repl- who who in the front row? Ben Murdoch yeah. Masilla. Ben Murdoch yeah. Masilla. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not stuff. I'm not stoked about it. BMM. But I think it, I think there's more chance of him maybe fluking something sometime rather than Moali, you know what I mean? Did you see that um, Dylan Napa is back for the Roosters? He's just been so <laughs> yeah, you, you actually tagged me in a thing on Facebook today, which is sick. <laughs> I thought you'd like it. I thought you'd like yeah, it. Yeah, I chance. loved it. Hopefully I just want you to. Possible. You you have to buy him this year, though. That's, that's Bring the him in a bottom dollar. Let Davo get on him. Yeah. Yep. I mean, watch him ride I mean, ride him to the top again. You watch. <laughs> you watch. He'll he'll come into my team. He'll score three tries in four weeks, and yeah. I'll sell him on for someone amazing. And, and he'll be back shadow boxing. Yeah, that's it. Whatever he does, I don't care in his spare time. Uh, All right, last game of the round. Uh, uh, just before we jump to the last game, do you want to have a quick chat about like Egan Butcher or Nat Butcher or either of them? Or do you? I thought about their brothers. Going... Yeah, they're... <laughs> that's it. You just want to say they're brothers and move on. Both playing back row, both brothers. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. Who's playing? Who's playing left back row, Guardsy Butcher? All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Butcher, yes. One of those Butcher um, brothers. I did think about um, bringing one of the Butcher boys in, but if I was going to bring one in, it would be Egan, but I've got the cheese and I've got Teddy, and I think now that um, Hines is out, I'm probably going to have Walker, and I just don't want another one mm, for their buy coming okay. up. Like I think four might a lot be too of many. Well, it's a lot of money too. Mm. Yeah, I, well, today, like just tweaking around, I changed Wilton to Egan Butcher. Just saved a little bit of cash. It, looking at the Roosters bench was the real seller for me. Pretty much guaranteed to get eighty, whereas there's some question marks over Teague. First games against the Dolphins. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just a couple of second, pros that I came game. up with to help me make the decision. Second games against the Warriors, who aren't renowned for their defensive. Yeah, um, prowess. I think that game's in Sydney as well. So, you know, oh, I, can see, anyway. I can see the point. It probably means that you're guaranteed you need to make a trade or two trades on one of, like you'd have to, you couldn't carry four of them into a buy. 
I know you. Well, yeah, I don't have Sam Walker. I've only got the three. So I've got, yeah, Teddy, Butcher, and Cheese. Yeah. But, yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But I'm not against doing something like that. Yeah, I've got pretty good depth in the three spots as I've got the Chooks players. So, yeah, see how we go. All right. Last game of the round this week is the Tigers versus the Titans. Now, we're still on those summer times, so the 4 o'clock and then the 6.15 game, um, followed by the Matty Johns show, I'd imagine. Sunday night with Matty Johns. Surely. Um, yeah. So strap in on a Sunday, guys. It's going to be great viewing. Uh, yeah, going through the teams. Thank God Charlie Staines is um, on the wing. I'm relieved. He didn't leave the Panthers in vain. Yeah. Charlie Staines on the wing. Adam Dewey, a lot of love for Adam Dewey. I'd imagine he'd be pretty high. I, I actually, I get laughed at every year, but I, I actually think Luke Brooks might be a smoky uh, halfback this year behind that decent pack. Trainer makes a bet with me every single year around a different player. He gets to choose his. I choose Luke Brooks. And at the end of the year, he tells me I'm lucky, but Luke Brooks always averages higher than whoever he picks. <laughs> and that is an absolute fact. Um, Who the hell do you pick every year? Chanel Harris no, to be the last year. <laughs> Chanel Harris to no, be the it last was, year. Wasn't was it the, the year Gold before? Coast bloke? Yeah, the Gold oh, Coast bloke Toby, last year. Toby Sexton sure. last year. Sexton, Harris, yeah. year. Harry Sexton. Harris to be the year before. Oh. Do you not like money? No, Can't so, pick a half. Um, I, I think he goes under the radar and he actually might, like, we, off the back of a bit of second phase play, I actually think he might get his running game back. And I think you look at that forward pack and I think there is a bit of second phase play. Yeah, Appy Coruscant is going to be the biggest help to him. So at so, least there is some argument that he has a dummy half this year. I actually, I, I'm not against, and that could be my absolute pod play now that Hines is out, is to go Brooks and I'll pick up Egan Butcher in the in the back row. You've got to start somewhere, mate. The guy that won it last year I heard on a podcast started with Will Kennedy and who did I say before? Tom Dearden. Tom Dearden. Now, what would your reaction have been if I'd have told you and both of those guys last year in the top 20 averaging players after round five. So there's always a bloke that comes out of nowhere and I've, I've got a bit of a sneaky feeling. It could be my man, Luke Brooks. Oh, please do it. Go Brooksy. I want to watch this play out. I'm thinking about it. I, I like want to watch it play out so I can say, I told you so. I like it. Bold. Bold. Yeah, you've got to be bold to win it. And well-cooked Angus. I'm going bold yes. with the team name. This is true. You do have to be bold to win it. Um, Don't be trapped by Sean Sean Bloor. Is that his name? Yeah. Sean Bloor, because yeah. he's only there as a bit of a place while Bateman's at Menace Island getting his um, clearance to come onto the mainland. So. Although he does also have an ankle injury, Bateman, as well. Yeah, but... I if think Sean Bloor gets injured a lot as well. Yeah, so I wouldn't be going Sean Bloor. That would be one of the people that I'd be avoiding. Um, if I was looking at that, Stefano, I think he's going to be in a lot of teams. He's probably my number three front rower. Is he anyone's number two or number one? He's my number yep, two. Number two. Okay. I just, I don't know if that's just a bit too high for him, but anyway, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, Brooksy can put him over for a couple of crash tries. Yeah. And then we're, <laughs> we're, then yeah, we're all happy. That'd be nice. Beautiful. 
Um, anyone got anything else on the on the Tigers? Yeah, Tommy Talao's great value at centre wing, playing outside Adam Dewey. And he did look actually all right last week. And Adam Dewey, I think. Yeah, he looked pretty handy. I reckon Adam Dewey is going to have a year like Dill Brown did last year. I think he's going to be probably the second best 5'8 after Munster this year. Yeah, Benji Benji and Timmy Shane's are doing great things there. Get around the Tigers. I actually think they'll they, their defence might still be crappy, but their attack will be... Yeah, who cares? I think they're going to go down that road. If you score 30, we'll score 32. Winding the clock back. So. 2005. And, and in this game, the Titans are a bit the same, aren't they? They don't they don't yeah. love to put their bodies on the line. They got taught by Bryce Cartwright how to not make kidding. Him, David Fafita, he's a hard man. Yeah. So. <laughs> I can see, even though early season games are usually pretty dour and low scoring, I can actually see this one being a pretty high scoring affair and pretty good for Supercoach. Jeez, I hope so. Cam Pereira on the wing for the Titans. I actually reckon a prediction is Cam Pereira could get three tries. He's in my starting seventeen. Yeah, so he's he's someone. Thirteen, sorry. Are we going to go across to the Titans now? Yeah, sure. Do you want to go? Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, so Cam Pereira, bottom dollar cheapie. Uh, if he's not in your team, well, I don't know what you're doing. Delete the app, as some would say. Um, then we've got, yeah, Tino Fasumalawi up into the front row with Isaac Liu moving up from the Chooks, um, playing lock. Aaron Clark on the bench. I know there was a bit of love for Aaron at the end of last year, but... If Aaron Clark started at lock, I probably would pick him because he's a gun when he's at lock. He's got pretty good footwork through the middle and he busts tackles and does offload a fair bit. So It's an interesting... He's been bench, on my watch list all preseason. Yeah. With Campbell and Clark... On the bench, where does Campbell come on and play? Sniffing around the middle, you'd have to think. But, but. Yeah, like <clears throat> he'll probably come on and play through the middle in attack and hide somewhere in defence. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's that's pretty well. Brimson's worked. only at fullback, isn't he? You can't pick him at five eight this year. No, he's six as well. Is he six as well? Because I mean, there's yeah. a there's another sneaky option. It is a highly high attacking team to bring in now that Schuster's not there. If you want to redirect some of your, I, I'd yeah. rather have Brimson. I know he's probably more expensive than Ponga. Six hundred and seventy, six seventy-three. He's a fair bit more expensive than Ponga, but geez, I think you get a fair bit more out of someone like him than you do Ponga. And David Fafita is the other guy that I suppose we've got to mention. And Big Tino. When you look at Tino, he's a guy that I've never ever owned, but when you look back at his stats, he's just growing as the captain of that team. And I don't know, he's someone that I probably should look closer at. I just always discard him for some reason. But Fafida is a guy that I'm pretty keen on, particularly this week, you know, game that should have plenty of points. Yeah, Tanner, obviously, as well. Hooker, halfback, Jules, pretty handy to swing around in your team. Pretty cheap, kicking goals, could do worse. Especially now that there is that open spot <clears throat> uh, halfback with Hines out because I yeah like I sh- we can probably talk about that now. Is everyone? No one's going to start with Hines now that he's injured, are they? Nope. Nah. Your most. Uh, and what about Schuster? Is anyone nah. thinking they'll carry him? No, nah. I just don't. Yeah, think... I've got him on the second row bench. I just still. worry that this is the time to generate cash, and you just have a bloke that isn't playing, then has the buy, and then comes back week three. He can be an absolute That's downgrade. Right. Yeah. Round four or five, like with a guy that either has made a bit of money and looks like a someone 
someone who scored a try first week and then done nothing the next two weeks and he's about to plummet or, you know, whatever. I just don't think you need to carry him to start with. It is one trade, but we're going to make trades anyway. So, like, that's inevitable. It's not like we're going to sit here and say after three weeks, oh, I haven't had to make a trade. So if you've got a bloke that you know you're going to trade in and then you can have a look at him, I think it's yeah. just... I don't know. You can't generate money without trading down to someone, so why not be him? Yeah, so that's the way I'm looking at it. I think there's too many options starting that can make you some money. Like, even if if you don't want to go Sean Bloor for too long, like, he might be a three- or four-week play, and then you... Sean Kepi. Or Sean Kepi. No, Sean the Bloor from the Tigers. Who you just talked down and said, don't buy him. This is what you do. (laughs) You, You come up with a play, like, you have a strategy, and... He might be a guy that can make a hundred grand if he scores a couple of tries quickly, and then Bateman comes back off the bench, and he's in and around the team for four weeks, and then you flick him onto Schuster in the back row, and you've made, I don't know, hundred thousand or something like that. Who knows? But I think it's probably a foolish thing to start with blokes that aren't playing. I think every one of your players, except for a buy round player who's definitely going to play the following week, bar an injury at training. I think you just don't carry those blokes. That's my opinion anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our team list wrap-up for round one. This is is Hustles. Okay, we've heard the sound. That only means one thing, and I'm sure the listeners just can't wait. Guardsy, your chin list. It's a short one this week, you know. Not much has happened. No footy over the weekend. I had a pretty quiet weekend, so uh, it's very short. I've only got two people on it. The first one. He's a member of this uh, podcast. He All he did was dribble about, he's got freaking some touch grand final. No one cares, mate. Get over it. Stop playing touch. And it's uh, Matthew, mate, you're on the chin list. I'm sick mm. of you. You're a part-timer, mate. I'm sick of it, honestly. You need to put this podcast first, mate. I'm, I'm telling you. Stop touching you blokes. Long, long and disappointing you, mate. Mate, stop touching blokes on the football field and just... Get get amongst it. This is why Mark's a better bloke than you, because he commits and he's here. All right? I'm sick of it. I want to see better this year. Your attendance last year was real poor. I'm not a fan of Dominic. We all know that. But I think his attendance would be better than yours. Even Maybe though he's big Let's get him on when I'm in Queensland no, for four no, weeks. That's not where I'm going. That's not what I was saying. <laughs> I mean, I'll send the invitation to no, you thank tonight. You. Perfect. I'll, Perfect. I'll be busy that week too. <laughs> Rule me, rule me out. Just imagine how many questions he could ask <laughs> if he's actually on the podcast. I think it's so good. Daniel would swear four hours. Daniel would yell at me too much because I would swear at Dominic too much. Anyway, we'd still be recording like well into the first game of the, of the week if that happened. But anyway, and the uh, next one, it's uh, he's a he's the new Bronco signing. Some might say he's top three. Most attractive men in rugby league. And he's proved it this week. Reese Walsh, first game for the Broncos, and he's ruled out because he's got a sore cheek, honestly. He has got beautiful be better. eyes. He does have nice looking eyes, but be better, Reese. I want to watch you on the football field. And now I've got to watch Selman on at fullback and Arthur's on the wing. I'm not impressed. Be better, Reese. Quick quick question, Guardsy. Um, what are your thoughts on Flegler? How many mistakes he's going to make this year and how <sighs> angry you're going to be now that he's still at the Broncos right. this year, but going to the I Dolphins. Think, I think we all know, we've seen me during a Broncos game, Flegler does cop a fair few sprays. He's either dropping the ball, laying on blokes for three minutes, giving away penalties. He's just 
he's the definition of a dumb prop on the football field. And the fact that the Dolphins have offered him 800K, Wayne Bennett's, he's lost his touch. And any Broncos fan that thinks it's a big loss not paying 800K for Flegler is a lunatic. We shouldn't have paid him 600K when we re-signed him three years ago. The bloke is an average footballer and he's a dumb footballer. So he's no loss for me. And I'm going to spray him all year. Look forward to it. I suppose he's on the chin list. Or we just <laughs> put him on. Ready? He'll be on there next week, probably. He'll do something dumb. Guaranteed. Residency. Residency for the year. <laughs> Anyone you want to praise this week, Gartsy? No. no. I didn't see any refereeing mistakes on the weekend, Gartsy. Yeah. I didn't either. So, you know, that's a rare thing. But, you know. Put the refs on the praise list for one week at least. No. Mate. No, thank you. <laughs> they, probably, they probably did something stupid. We just didn't say it. Oh, dear. I have to look and see who's got the Broncos going this week, Arzi. Do you want to do that while we do some DMs with Davo? Jared Sutton. Oh, put him on the list already. (laughs) He's on the list. And Ashley Klein. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I hate that bald prick. Oh, there's going to be some howlers. We're getting beat by 40. (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, or as trainer, yeah, trainer calls him Baldy. Uh, <laughs> Baldy. There's a big arm last year. He's yelling out at Baldy. Uh, but yeah, so Baldy's up in the box. And uh, yeah, Jared. He's, he's well, really... we'll, 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 might as well say they'll be on the list next week already. I can guarantee it. <laughs> Definitely. Let's move on. Right. You finished? Yep. Yeah. DMs with Davo. DMs with Davo, righto. So we've got Dom from Broken Hill making his debut for the year. He's only got a few questions today. The season hasn't really started. Guardsy, this one's aimed at you, and I think you're the only one that can answer this with a sensible answer. Thoughts on Xavier Willison as a cheapy dual position? Is he a buy? Oh, definitely, Dominic. He should be one of your first front rowers picked. Gives you that dual flexibility, mate. You can nuff him out if you need to. Because you know you might you might want a VC clear this week, and it gives you the option to captain Teddy, and then you can nuff out. I oh, know you can't because he's playing because they're playing each other. <laughs> Harry Grant, maybe he VC Harry Grant, who's going to score a big one. No, in all seriousness, Dominic, you are an idiot. <laughs> this is why you don't ask questions until Team List Tuesday has been put out. Pull your head in, Dominic. Otherwise, you're in for another rough year. And I tell you what, you don't want to have to do another application because I'm not going to be here for it. I really hope he does have to do another application. The first one was outstanding. Absolutely. Sure, that goes up on the socials. Took him well, it only took him four months. Yeah, but if I knew how to put it up on the socials, it would be up there already. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dan, help him. Yeah, I'll I'll get some help. Take support for the media manager. All right. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll put it up tonight. Show, yeah. show it to your teenage daughter. She'll have it up in fifteen no, seconds. Do not do not put it up tonight. When should I put it put up, up to tomorrow, Put up tomorrow night or Thursday night. Oh, okay. No, I'll do oh, that. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> just in case we've got some listeners out there that didn't understand what the application was all about, um, we had, you know, a, a, a bet with Dominic that if you, well, with more than just Dominic, it was everyone in the group actually, um, that if you didn't finish in the top, was it 10,000? We were lenient. I, get, I let him have 11,000, I'm pretty sure. And he still couldn't do it. You would have to. Uh, you would have to do some sort of application to see if you're allowed back in the league. Mind you, I'm pretty sure his application is up for a logie. It was that good. Well, yeah. I mean, 
fair fair play to him for doing the application to be honest but um you know that's the, so that's what that's what we're talking about if we can get it up on the socials we will i won't put it up tonight though i'll have to do it tomorrow <laughs> Don't put it up tonight. We're, we're putting it up in prime Mate, time by the time it goes up it'll be 10 p.m and nobody will see it yeah okay. prime time i'll we'll, make sure we'll, it goes we'll up, up in prime time then yeah. what time's it in turkey now they might be. <laughs> <laughs> prime time oh jesus christ <laughs> Prime time in India, mate. So, <laughs> okay, fair. Put it up then. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's uh, kind of where we're at with the application. So Dominic is back in. Um, Only uh, just. A little far flung cup um, league that we've got going on. But... All right. Let's go on to the next question. His next question. So this is still Dom from Broken Hill. Grant, and, you'll have to listen carefully. Grant and Cheese and Chin. So I'm Cleary and Boyd. Or. Cheese and Boyd and Cleary and the wet-haired god. So, again, another one that went up before Team List Tuesday. Uh, I think we've had our say on the wet-haired god, but, Trainer, what are your thoughts on that one? Short and sharp. It has to be uh, Grant and Cheese and Cleary and Boyd. As we were saying, you can't be carrying 900k. We don't know the severity of this calf injury. We don't know if it's one week, if it's four weeks. It's very much up in the air. Um, I think the Sharkies are keeping wrapping cotton wool. So, yeah, don't risk it. Just uh, go with Grant, Cheese, Cleary and Boyd to start with, mate. Yeah, I just wish um, I wish the Sharks were as transparent as Gus Gould's been. Straight out on Yeah, Twitter, 100%. He's telling good. Us that, telling us that Thompson's out for six months and it's not looking good. Like, what do they get out of, like, not saying if it's a full tear or if it's this much or what they estimate his time to come back? Like... I think that's just rubbish for the fans, not even just super coach, but I think that's rubbish for their fans as well. So that's my say on that one. Anyway, next question. Who are the must-have front row forward and two RF cheapies in line with uh, Max King and Josh King from 2023? Mark, what are your thoughts on that one? Are we counting Stefano as a cheapie, 319? He's your front row who's, I think, going to be in that mould and, and make money this year. And probably someone like... One of those blokes last year that you just kept for the whole year. Yeah. Never found a good time to sell. Yep. And I think in the second row, the obvious one is is Hopgood. Yeah. So there's two. Are there any others? Anyone think of any others in, in those moulds? Depending on how many minutes Dory gets, he could be decent. Yeah. Sean Kepi, if he gets yeah. reasonable minutes at lock, especially with the bench they've pulled out this week. So um, I think there's a few. I think there's probably more obvious ones this year than there were last year, I think. Josh King was a bit of a smoky last year with what role he'd actually play at Melbourne. And by the time we worked out that Bellamy actually liked him and was going to play pretty good minutes, a, f- a heap of people had missed him at that really cheap price. So um, I think this year we've probably got most of those blokes on our watch watch list or in our team. So that's I think there's a bit of value to be had there and that's where, why you can spend up big in other spots. All right, we've got a question from... Uh, Lurking smoke bomb, who now uh, is down on the south coast at Turos Heads. So he was pretty keen for the podcast to get up before he went to CrossFit in the morning. So hopefully we can get that up and get that happening and we can give him some solid advice around these questions. They're a little bit of a forum style question, which raised the ire of Dom from Broken Hill, who has been told to be succinct in his questions. On that note, that was rich from Dominic, even (laughs) questioning anyone that asked questions. Pull your head in, Dominic. (laughs) Okay. Oh. <laughs> Tell us what you really think, Gazi. I mean, 
Stop sitting on he's the angry. Team. He's an angry man tonight, isn't he? Oh, it's, he's, mate, the team list dropped and he's still angry. I, Imagine what he would have I, been I, like last night. I, I got abused before I even got here. Had on a hot tin roof last night. He would have. <laughs> dumping at shadows. Jesus. Darthy up shadow box and rose in the corner. And... <laughs> call him big Darthy. <laughs> All right. So the question from the lurking smoke bomb. Do Ford and Bloor maintain spots or are there injuries we are forgetting about? I don't think we're forgetting about Bateman. Um, he did. Who, well, he, he must did. Have, but I feel like Bloor <laughs> is a trap. I did speak about it just a little bit ago. If you want to go Bloor and you think he's going to get four or five weeks and then you can bring in Schuster, that's an option. Um, Jackson Ford, I don't really have, have never really rated. He was at the Dragons, hey? Is that yeah, the one I'm, I'm and he wasn't right, very right? good. And I, he was, well, he wasn't good at the Dragons, but that's not really his fault, maybe. Um, he was coached by Hook for a little while, which... Doesn't help anyone. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I don't know many people that improve under his tutelage, so... Um, Ford is the one that I would take if I was taking one of them out of Ford and Bloor. Anyone got any other thoughts on that one? No, I agree. No, I, agree. I think um, Ford's competition is Curran, who he's ahead of this week. Curran's on the bench, so he's in front of him. So it's his spot to lose, so you've got to take that on face value. He's had a good off-season, obviously, and won that spot um, on merit. Who's even coaching at the Warriors anymore? Andrew Webster. Andrew, he, he, yeah, righto. Where'd he come from? Uh, he was a, an assistant at Penrith too, I think. Yeah, he was. Through the Tigers, he was the um, the interim coach at the Tigers when Ivan hopped off the bus. Okay. And then Ivan took him. And then Ivan... Ivan put him on a bus out to Penrith. Yep. Bring back okay. Brett Kamali, trainer's man. Okay, yeah. All right. He so... wasn't the Super League, right? No, not sure. So here's here's the second question, and this is a bit more the forum one, but Schuster and Hines are out. Give me the half scenario now. Is Katoa a trap? Guardsy, you want to speak on that one? Or trainer? Well, I wouldn't really call Katoa a trap. He's basically bottom dollar. He's not going to really affect And dual position. And he's dual position, exactly. And Milford's terrible. Katoa's going to play some games this year, and he's going to make you at least a little bit of money. I think, and he's he looks like a handy footballer. Even if the Dolphins are playing terrible, I still think he can break a make a line break and screw try himself. So, is he going to make money call... in the Lachlan Ilias mold from last year? I hope not, mm. but there's a chance. But he does look like a better footballer than Ilias. Yeah, but Ilias so. was in a much better team. Yeah, but Ilias isn't a very good footballer unless yeah. you're Bray Nasta and you think he's a superstar. This is true. And Ilias had. Uh, Cody Walker outside him. Katoa's only half's partner is Sean O'Sullivan, who's not the most creative half going around. So and he doesn't have kick out to pass the ball to anymore. Just, just trying to um, put it out there that it might not be the amazing, amazing sight that everyone thinks it is. Well, Schuster's back soon, so yeah, and that's it. So it's easy to go from him to Schuster if it's not working out. Got to take the risk, I think. Trainer, your thoughts? It's pretty, half yeah. Scenario. yeah it's, it's pretty risk-free, that Katoa thing. Half scenario, what does he want to know again? So who do you replace someone like Hines with now? Uh, well, yeah, your options include Sammy Walker, <laughs> Tanner Boyd, Katoa. Burton. Uh, yeah, sure. Birdo. Could go Luke uh, Brooks. Luke Brooks. Brooksy, the super pod. 
Um, Jerome, Hughes. Jerome Hughes, I suppose. What about Mitch Moses? Yet. You could try Mitch and Moses, Mitch Moses bring in had a, a very star. fast start to the year last year. So I know Power have got a very hard draw. Kicks Mate, if you've got if you've got Katoa, you can move him the half and bring in Munster. You know, there's options. Yeah, or or Dylan Brown. There's yeah. yeah. There's heaps of options. So start, the world is your oyster, Jed. So do you think start hard in the five eight area then and maybe have Katoa at halfback and have Dewey and Munster you, or it really depends who you like and who you think yep. is going to start well. Yeah, Tommy Dearden could be an option. Cowboys could get off to a flyer. Can you, in a world though, if you start with Dewey doesn't have a buy until round seven, but Penrith have a buy in round three. So if you have Cleary and Katoa, are you happy to play Katoa in round three? Who would I play in round three? <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> That's the real question. I don't think it matters. I can tell you. Like there's that's the no. question. You wouldn't that's want to, question. no. Oh, no. they play Newcastle in round three. Newcastle, yeah. well, maybe, maybe then. Maybe. I might play. I might want captain, to. Captain, captain up. Well, maybe. The but that's what we've got to start to think about. Like if you're going to play a cheapie in that position with so many of those good players in those areas having buys early, like when Teddy has a buy, if you've got turbo, not a problem. Yeah. You can plug him in. It doesn't matter. But if you've got Cleary, and enoughy in round three, you've got to play enoughy. There's no other way around it. So yep. just as a just just for the listeners to think about what's going to happen there, and and like they're going to be in your seventeen, and they potentially could score twenty, and that's not going to be good. Yeah, some complications this year. Well, some more things to think about with the buy. I'm not worried about sure. players missing on the buy. I'm more worried about the players I've got to play because those people have missed the buy. Yeah, you can't load makes... up. You can't load up this year on too many players from one side. No, and it could be very costly. And it's in those positions, like if you run someone like Cheese and a, and a Nuffy. So say you run Cheese and Sunny Luke. Are you happy to play? Well, yeah, you might be, but it depends. Like you know, when you know that the Roosters have a buy in round three, so you've got to play Sunny Luke. So that's that's more what I'm trying to get at when you look at those sort of combinations that you're putting in. Just a, a offshoot here. I just read a tweet uh, about Greg Marzu. Apparently, he has been overlooked. Heimel Hunt preferred. That's from Barry Tui. Never heard of him. Uh, Barry not Tui named... is, yeah, that. But not even named in the extended bench, and possibly yep. not. New South Wales Cup, nothing. So overlooked. That, that's that's yes. Yeah, so that he was replied to someone who's asked him, "Hey, what's going on with Marzu?" That's what he said. Overlooked time or hunt preferred. So you so you drop a bloke and say, Oh mate, have the week off. Don't even bother playing your throws cup. Knights are a so smart club. You would have Tens. to think that that's got to be not injury related. That's got to be some off field thing that we yeah. haven't heard about. Maybe. Like that just Newcastle surely can't afford Let's swing by trading tomorrow and to not have a bloke ask some questions. Even playing reserve grade. Let's get the CCTV from Argyle House out. That seems strange to me. Can anyway, he was not at Custom's house last week. That's where I was. All right. So the last question we have in the DMs for with Davo, back row options after Teamless Tuesday, any avoids or surprise inclusions? I'm surprised by Bryce Cartwright getting a start on the Eels' edge. That was something that all through the off-season hasn't been mentioned. He's coming back from a broken jaw. Um, hasn't had huge minutes in the in the trial games. And I thought none. I don't think he's played. Yeah. Well, I thought at um, all. 
someone like Momosia or Murchie might have been well ahead of like though I thought those two would be ahead of Bryce Cartwright in the pecking order. So that's the one that's a surprise for me. And avoid. I don't really like the look of Luke Garner. I think he's going to be an exceptional NRL decoy runner this year and the Panthers left edge are going to go um, past him. And I think Tungo and whoever and To'o are probably going to be the beneficiaries of that. So I only wish that Isaac Tungo was starting as cheap as he did last year because you're probably not going to take a pun on him. But he is someone that if he does drop a few bucks because he doesn't score tries but then gets on a bit of a run, he's someone that could come into calculations in a pretty good team. So I know he's not someone that anyone has talked about and he's not second row anymore. He's only in the center wing. So, but I just think maybe Garner's an avoid if he doesn't hit the ground running. There's other options there. Like I can see Sorensen or Hosking getting a go over him. And I don't know if he's going to play 80 minutes. Anyone else got any avoids or surprises in the two RF? Not really. Yeah, not that I can think of. I think the only other one that I can think of think of is avoid buying both of the Melbourne Storm back rowers this week. Like choose one and hope you get it right. I don't think you can pick both back rowers. Like I think that's a yeah, dangerous I think that's too dangerous in in the game. I think you've got to have a punt on one or the other. And it's a bit the same in the Eels back row. I know Cardi's name this week, but it probably would have been harder if it was Durian Momasia named for para. Oh, uh, Sean, Sean Bloor's in a void. We've already talked about him. Hey, yeah. That's the only other one. That's it. Yeah, I can't think of any others. So the way I look at those blokes is there's, like we, I think we've said before, there's six or seven that you can choose from. You can only, you're probably only going to pick three, maybe four of them. Whichever one you get wrong, you just adjust and change. Use your trades. Because you can't take them with you, can you, Pete Lyons? Trades are overrated, guards, yeah. aren't they? Mate, if you got the trades, use them also. On the on trades, just just before we move on, after we've had a year with the boost last year, how do you think you'll use them this year? Probably just as crazy, recklessly. Yeah. I don't no, think, I, I I think went... we've learned that I uh, like to live dangerously. I went a lot harder earlier in the BBL Supercoach, and that panned out. No one cares All about right. BBL, mate. No one cares about BBL. Don't bring it up. Translatable. <laughs> Translatable games, Garzi, is what he's trying to say. No, don't care. Don't bring it up. And a lot of people did that last year as well to fairly good success in terms of generating cash and stuff like that nice and early. You know, just prioritizing that to build that bank, especially early on. I think that's a big thing that I'm going to try and concentrate on this year. I did it again. That was a priority in BBL and it worked quite well. So, so I, I, yeah, I think I was a bit afraid to burn them too early last year and I kind of didn't realize the benefit that they could have if you did use them at the start of the year to really fix. Like, I, I started with a tactic, I think, where I had Cheese and Cody Walker for a week. I think I had them as a week play when Harry Grant and someone else was out. I think the Cheese got knocked out. So I sold him and then he came back and scored 100 the week I, he came back, which really gave me the shits. But, um, so I'd sort of try to risk in that sense, but it didn't work out. But I think if I had have used a trade, two trade boosts in the first few weeks, I could have fixed my team much earlier. Cause by the time I fixed my team, I was kind of fair way behind and worked my backside off to get down to about 2000 spot by the end of the year, where I think if I had to use my trade boosts early, I probably could have got to that stage a heap earlier and made a run for the, 
for the top thousand a bit earlier. So I think I'm not afraid to use them. I don't care if I'm out of them by around seven or eight this year even. Try and consolidate trades after that once you've got your team set up and the cash rolling in. Mark, what are your thoughts on the trade boosts? I will probably try and hold on to at least one for the big buy rounds. But, yeah, I agree. Uh, Is there a need you, now you with get... the big buy rounds? You only have to have 13 players. Oh, I've completely forgotten about that. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, yeah, probably. No need. If you can usually you can usually get to that 13, 14 sort of range yeah. without it, can't you? So, Dan, what are your thoughts? How are you going to use your boost this year with your interest rate? Yeah, just going to bank on the interest rate. Um, and yeah, we'll... How many times do you think you'll sell turbo this year? Uh, <laughs> I, I sold him enough last year for this year and next year. So, so yeah, hopefully no trades. I'm not burning any trades with turbo. Guards, are you sitting very quietly over there as the uh, leader of this group last year, the only person inside the top thousand? You're not willing to get involved in this strategy talk. I feel like you're uh, keeping some secrets. Mate, you know how I play. I don't play with much strategy. I go with the old heart and let it let it go. Last year, so I got lucky. You're not going to be afraid to whack them in if you need to? No, you know I'm never afraid to. <laughs> I, do, I do start to run low on trades, but, you know. Sometimes it worked out, sometimes it doesn't. It's an, it's an addiction, isn't it? It is. I can't help myself. As soon as that Tuesday comes around, I can't wait to use my trades. <laughs> All right. So I think that's um, yeah, pretty good strategy around that. Captaincy time, boys. Um, I think, you know, just in the chat that we've had off air, I think everyone's pretty keen on the armband going to one Mr. James Tedesco. Um, any Anyone really sort of steering away from that? No, Captain Teddy, all the way. Against the Dolphins on Sunday. But I think there's a few different VC options. Um, Mark? I'm going for a bloke who will rely on scoring tries and kicking goals to get his super coach <laughs> points. Um, and I think he might get a few of those this week, and that's Valentine Holmes will be VC for me. Yeah, I'm following you with that too. Val was my boy last year. I'm all over him again this year. I think I'm I'm going to go Cookie Cutter, Captain Obvious, and Captain and Vice Captain Obvious, Cleary Vice Captain, Teddy Captain. Stick with the pack. I need to make too many big moves early. Yep, same. Guzzy. Yeah, no, I'm with Mark and Dan. I'm, I've never owned Val Holmes. First time I've owned him, and I'm putting the VC straight on him. Welcome as well, to the club, Garzi. Yeah. So I'm in. Val will I'm reward you. I'm joining the ride. I'm excited. <laughs> Excellent. Another thing. That's, this is why you and I, mates, love it. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, we are going to go through um, some of our pods in our team. Um, so if you're looking for some players of difference, um, then we're going to hopefully steer you in the right direction. I think I think Matt Trainer has the most. I think he said he's got five. So why don't we start with Trainer? Yeah, because then we can with his of... five pods. All right, you want me to rattle them off? I, I want you to rattle like them that. off, and then we'll we're talk about them. In. We're ready. All right. So 
The first one is Ben Murdoch Masilla at 8.8%. Uh, as I sort of mentioned briefly, I don't want any Spencer Lenny using my team this year. I don't just want any Dink and Dalt sitting around front rowers off the bench. So for the same price, I can hopefully have a starting back rower for the Dragons, even though the Dragons suck ass. But is, uh, is he going to play back row for the Dragons when Jack Bird and... Jack Bird's Jay- locked. Jaden Sewer comes back and isn't what's the fellow that just had the, all, all the time off? Debellum. Debellum. Debellum's playing lock. Well, I can't imagine. When's when do he come back? When when do all these blokes come back? I've got no idea. I just don't think Ben Murdoch I I knew there was a reason why I didn't like him, and that was the reason. Um I didn't like him because he played for the Dragons. But I was just yeah, just trying to work my way around uh so not having that sucker front row. Fall into your sucker Spencer Lenu <laughs> thirty minutes off the bench, and he everything might have, you've well, tried to avoid. Everything you've tried to avoid will be coming. Yeah, yeah. This, he might have. He might have mistaken pod for hyphen name. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just, I'm just letting you know that I think you've not really thought about Jack Bird and. No, uh, you're right. I put him. I put him in today. I haven't thought much about it. Okay. Uh, well, maybe right, go back and next one. This is what we're talking Next about. Next one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jackson Ford at the Warriors, 280K in the back row. I was looking at people like Ellie Katoa and stuff like that. Why not go a bit cheaper? It's helped me move some other stuff around in my team. Uh, so, yeah, he should get good minutes looking at the Warriors bench. Uh, you think he'll with that? I think his his ownership will go up now that Teamless Tuesday, but it, I don't think it'll be ridiculous. Yep, I think well, he's only spot. I, I think that's not the hugest risk. I know the Warriors suck, but yeah, he's only two hundred and eighty k, nice and cheap. You can't go too far backwards. In your second row, if you need to, you can flick him for Schuster when Schuster comes back. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I won't. I won't right. talk yet. Great. Uh, the next one is Nick Meany, which you're all going to yell at me about and say how crappy he is, but that's good. We sort of already argued about this already, didn't we? Yeah. Yep. He'll average yes. less than Luke Brooks. Oh, perfect. Oh. Did you hear that one? Uh, Did you hear what he said? Yeah, I heard what he said. I was just oh, oh. taking the mickey out of him. Uh, <laughs> I'll take the bet. I'll take the bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he'll be in strife when... Cabby comes back in round freaking 15 or whatever. But anyway, we'll hopefully get a few good scores out of him before then. Uh, Cohen Hess in the front row. Again, it's a bit risky, but I just want to try and bank some early points in the front row with a nice, cheap option. Left edge of the Cowboys, soft draw, playing outside Tommy Dearden. He has to jag a couple of tries in the first six weeks. Surely, even if his base isn't that good, he has some upside, and I like that in a, in a cheap front row somewhere. position. Also, that this could be a uh, Cohen Hess's last year on his current contract. Oh, contract! Oh, contract year, huge. I may have heard that somewhere. I might be just making that up. But if someone can substantiate <laughs> whether Cohen Hess is in a contract year, right. I think that will make a sure. significant difference. Um, he has been a proven gun in the past at back row, so I do like the punt there. It's a bit of an educated punt on that one, I think. So. Right. And the last one, which I sort of already talked about a bit as well, is Egan Butcher at 4.8%. Going him over Teague just for a couple of reasons, which he has sort of already mentioned. So, Don't hate it. 
don't hate it. It's a it's one that I think at some point you can easily switch between the two if you yeah want yeah hundred percent. We can dink and donk with those back rowers, whichever one you pick. I sort of just thought, yeah, find the dolphins early, see how he goes. I know we said that last year. I don't know what Dan's showing me. I've got no glasses on, so he's just showing me a screen that's difficult to read. But oh, I do believe that that's going to be the way. You're just going to have to make sure you make the move at the right time on those blokes that aren't performing and are performing, not give someone an extra week or not say, I want to watch him for another week. I think it's going to be important. And we've got the trade boost that we all said we're not afraid to use. So we can pretty much start with whoever you want. If you get it wrong, change it up. Nice, mate. Nice pods. I think you're in for a solid year as long as you get Ben Murdoch, Masilla well out of that team with who's got to come back. Yeah, find another one. one. Have another look. Find another one. You need to find someone who's not playing. So you've got a VC option. Yeah, not necessarily, but we'll see how we go. We can always do that. You don't cost you a trade if you pump someone out later. No, no, that's right. Cleary comes out and scores 200. Yep. Get Schuster in or something. Yep. Uh, Gazi, who's your... Yes. I haven't got as many as Matthew. I've only got two. They're not a. Oh, I'm. I'm. I'm not a hundred percent on both of them. They're. They're locked in for now. But you know, I could get a bit nervous come Thursday night, and you know, the fingers might do some magic, and who knows what happened. But I've gone with seen the front row. He's only had four percent. Talking about super coach still guardsy or who knows? <laughs> who knows? We've got junior listeners. <laughs> but he's at four percent ownership. Uh, trainer's spoken about him before. I don't like the bloke, but. I think he could actually have probably one of the best years he's had. I think his minutes will be bigger, and it's the big man, Nass, Nelson, Asofa, Solomona. Oh, I like it. I'm taking the risk. I think if he can get those minutes, anything over 50 minutes, I think he's proven he can score well in Supercoach. So I'm I'm quietly excited about him. I think he could be someone that could be a real good pod for me to start the year. And then the other one, when Nico Hines was uh, ruled out, I did some wiggling around with my team and I landed on this bloke who is another that trainer finished the year strong with last year. It's uh he's at three percent ownership. It's AJ Brimson. Oh Brimo, what a guy. Two oh, great oh, pods, Gardsy. Well done. Yeah, I'm liking Brimo. I think Titans will score plenty of points and he's always amongst it. So hopefully he starts the year on fire as well. I actually don't mind Brimo this year. I think Kieran Foran going there will straighten the attack up and allow him to be one on one with people out the back a bit more. So I think that might be good. I'm- I've just had a thought. One thing with Brimo this year, if you watch the Titans trials, he was only playing one side of the field. So he was only playing on the right. So Tanner was playing both sides and you had Foz on the left and Brimo on the right. Hopefully that changes. Hopefully he's he's playing both sides, but just something I noticed in the trials. We'll wait wait and see. I've got a couple of weeks to look at him and if he's not doing it for me, I can use that trade. I've got some cash in the bank, so plenty of options. Historically, he still goes at a pretty good average anyway so i think he's just a good super coach player because he does bust bust quite a few tackles especially supports really well yeah i actually don't mind it i he's just at a funny price point for me i think there might be i guess everyone's got their own opinion but there might be other people around that price that i think could start the year better luke brooks (laughs) all right mark any pods uh, both from the Warriors. One trainer's already mentioned in Ford. And my other one is 
second year back from an ACL is proven super coach player Tohu Harris. Bold. I don't think anyone's mentioned him all year, have they? I had him in my first team. Way back in the old team picker. He's a proven gun. So I don't think he'll be a bad option. He's not going to give you a Is he dual score. position or something? He is. Does he have upside? Yeah, I thought he? so. Does he have upside? Not unless he can score tries and kick goals. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he doesn't do many of them very successfully. I think he... He'd be a massive candidate for a nudie run on Mad Monday, wouldn't he? Yeah. Oh, I think anyone so. All right, David. Okay, so I've I've only chosen 20 players so far out of 25. Do you think they'll let me start the year? I can't. I'm struggling to feel. I've still got a fair bit of money, but I just, I'm, I'm tossing and turning. I only started the team uh, on Sunday and I filled in the positions that I was definite about and I had eight players penciled in. I've added a few, actually, during our conversation and I've got Cohen Hess bike trainer. I think he's in for a good year. Um, so he's a pod and I've got Luke Brooks in now instead of Sam Walker. Cause that might give me the flexibility to go someone like Egan Butcher, who I am pretty keen on. Um, that would give me a back row of Ken Murray, David Fafita, Teague Wilton, Egan Butcher, Jermaine Hopgood and one more, probably oh, Dury. Yes. So no, Cohen Hess in the front row. So Ooh. I don't mind that back row. I think that's a pretty solid way to have the back row. Pretty cheap in the, with all the cheapy centre wings, but not the fullback cheapy centre wings. So, um, and might give me enough money to pick either Nick Meany or Val Holmes or Brian Toto. They'd be the trainers talking me around on Nick Meany as well, because I'm afraid for him to go off and train to have him and no one else be able to gloat with him. I don't want him to be the only one smiling in here. Hopefully so, he's doesn't hopefully happen very often. Hopefully the trainer curse works on Nick Meany and. Well, maybe that'll little... steer me away, actually. That might steer that's, me away from That's <laughs> more likely to happen. <laughs> Nothing surer than an ACL for Nick Meany. Would be good. Up. At least then we'd get a cheap in, uh, is it Farlongo? The young fella? Yeah, that's him. Fullback only. Nice. That'll be two. <laughs> Fullback only, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, once again, the players union will be well and truly watching Trader's team this year <laughs> about who he's bringing in, uh, just to make sure they've got the. Yeah, medical the, insurance up yeah, to date. Yeah. The support ready for those players. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think we've sort of touched on my pod, but Cohen Hess is someone that I'm pretty keen on, um, especially with that uh, that Cowboys bench being three big boys and Jake Granville. I'd have to think that Cohen's probably going to play close to 80. So let's hope he can get over some tries. On the same side as Val. Might have a little same game multi. Cohen Hess, two tries. Cam Pereira, three. Yeah. Start the year with a bang. What do you reckon? Yeah. Wow. Huge. Yeah. Well, the price is probably going to be pretty huge. But... And a little try for my man, Luke Brooks. Yeah. Why not? Chuck him in. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's where we're at pod-wise. Um, we probably don't have a lot more to add no, for this week's podcast. But I do want to just uh, a quick little shout-out for a, uh, a good mate of mine, Nick who is, uh started an Instagram and TikTok page called 31 to None, okay? Uh, and it's it's uh, tracking his golf. So for any of the golf fans out there, it's tracking his golf handicap going from hopefully 31 to none. Uh, so if you're keen to get on and, uh, and watch Nick's progress, uh, I'm sure he'll love the support and the follows. So if you, if you also would like a, a, a plug on this podcast, I mean, Nick's, Nick's sorting us out, but... Uh, 
anyone else wants to, to sort us out with some goodies or a couple of golf lessons, hopefully from Nick when he gets to none. Yeah. So goody, <laughs> that one's for you, mate. Um, but yeah, if you want a little shout out on our podcast and want to, you know, maybe even chuck us a, a few things here uh, for, for promoting we, as I said, we're big at uh, Azerbaijan and all those sorts of places. Golf is big through the, you uh, Greg Norman's promoting it, so it's a pretty big over there. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, so golf this week. Who knows what we've got next week? But, yeah, get in touch with us um, via our socials. Now, last uh, – I think we've we've had a few people. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you you found us. Um, but, yeah, the, the stream from last year is not working. So I have added the new stream to our Instagram and social media pages. There's a link to our Spotify I will check if that is working again because I did do it early last week. Yeah. We did do a sneaky little pod that we didn't promote just in case people listened to the rubbish last week. Uh, I don't think it's improved much this week, but uh, we'll get there. The, the improvement is, is the improvement is Dan actually has not spat the dummy this week and he's been I'm involved. Back. I'm back. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, if if you so your streams from last year, you won't have anything going to those but if you could subscribe and hit follow onto the new stream this year you'll see we've got some new uh, art up with um mark's face front and center um so that's that's the one we're looking for so just to plug the group code again in case you've now yeah. got your pen and pencil and can't remember it from the beginning of the podcast group code 731047 uh come and take on alfie's army Oh my guards, the electric Broncos, corn on the cobo, and well cooked Angus will all be in there. Um, come and take on the guys from playing for Sheep Stations podcast. Some of our friends of the show might get an invite to come to our individual league. We might have a little ten man league or something like that. But that'll be uh, we'll reach out through our DMs for the people that have reached out to us last year and have become friends of the show. Dane Gagai might put a team in. I'm not sure, but um, I hope not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He's still not a friend of mine. <laughs> He's a friend of ours. All of us that were there. He was very generous with his time. Came over, wished me a good happy birthday. Nope. So. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't invite him to your son's first birthday, Garzi. No, Queensland grub. <laughs> if Corey, if Corey Jensen wants to attend, though, he's more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Jensen to Jensen's birthday. <laughs> it's like we've got a stutter. <laughs> All right, I think that wraps up uh, the Teamless Tuesday, first week of Teamless Tuesday for the Playing for Sheep Stations podcast. Thanks for sitting through it. If you made it to this far, well done. Congratulations and ta and farewell till next week. Yeah.